You are now listening to the Next Level Movements podcast, coming to you from Cosmic Fit Club in Long Island City, Queens. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Phil. And I'm Rick. And this is our podcast. All right, so here we go. 2018, brand new year. That's actually the third day of 2018 right now, our first podcast. We're, uh, we're on our sixth podcast altogether, our first podcast of the new year. And I feel rejuvenated. I feel like a new person. I feel like whatever I've uh, gone through, whatever I was in the past, I'm not that anymore. I completely changed. I made my New Year's resolutions to improve on all the areas I was lacking. I want to be more organized. I want to be more, uh, more fit. I just want to, um, you know, have better relationships with uh, everybody pretty much and uh, be able to just handle things differently. And for, uh, like since the ball dropped, since that uh, 11.59 on, uh, on midnight, I just feel like I, I've done it. I've completely changed and I'm a completely new person now. Yeah, and brand it was new that person. easy. It was just like, boom, flip of a switch and I'm, I'm there. I'm 38 like, years on this yeah. earth and it's all changed. So like all that stuff doesn't matter. <laughs> like everything yeah. that, uh, you know, you've been through all the stuff, all your um, emotions, all that baggage is gone because you made that resolution to change and it's like instantaneous. <laughs> like it's, it just happened so fast and all right, I wasn't in case, even ready uh, for the change. <laughs> in case you all can't catch sarcasm oh, oh, oh. that was complete sarcasm <laughs> that's not the way it works <laughs> no yeah you it's don't change after actually you don't change after one day or after one resolution i mean new year's is fine not anti-new year's or anything but the thing is that you don't want to make a goal once a year if and you do something one time you're not going to be very good at it so you, you haven't just, been working on this like consistently yeah up until this point then it's not just going to happen so that's why we say like you know screw the new year's resolution just make resolutions throughout the entire year just constantly be making them constantly be keeping yourself in check and constantly make, yeah. be tracking and make that conscious effort to change to improve yeah. and everything takes time and it takes a lot of hard work and dedication right so like we were saying before about a handstand you're not going to just uh, say all right i want to work on a handstand i'm going to put my hands on the floor my feet are going to go up in the air and it's going to be like boom perfectly balanced no you got to do it a million times yeah and more than that just to even uh, get a decent handstand so it's just the same thing in uh, in life in all aspects like everything you're going to do every change you want to make every improvement it's going to take time and it's going to take effort so yeah. the more effort you put into it the more results that you're going to see and then uh, New Year's, uh, I mean, it's fine uh, to use a year as a, a marker. I mean, I think it's a great marker as well. You can simply uh, just look back on the past year and, you know, see things that you'd like to improve on and all that. Yeah, like think of it as accounting or auditing Don't yourself. just do that on New Year's. You know, make sure New Year's is every day. Make yeah, sure New like, Year's look is, back, reflect is every week. And say, these are the areas I need to improve. This is yeah. what I have to change and make effort makes the a lot of people like, fall off i mean a lot of people will, will do this stuff they get really into it um on that one day that one magical day yeah and i mean most people the, there's lots of gym memberships lots of signups they last about a month two and then, months yeah. and then Those by march it's just the regulars the resolutioners there. because they come in they um take up all the equipment the gym's now crowded and then a couple months later you never see them again and uh, that's actually not how i want it like it's i'd shame. rather see these people making changes, reaching their goals. And uh, I think also, I was gonna, I wanna touch on that a little bit, is uh, it's kinda like the way some gyms are set up, whereas like they want you to uh, be monthly members, but they don't really want you to um, come to the gym. Or like, you know, a lot of gyms, that's how they make their money. Especially those like $10 a month, $20 a month gyms. 
if all the people that were actually members showed up, I mean, the place would be just yeah, you couldn't guys. even uh, get in there. And yeah. then um, you sign that one year contract, then like by the time the year's over, you forget about um, it. You're like, oh, it's only ten, twenty dollars a month. Counting um, people not coming for sure. Yeah, and uh, like they were even saying, some of their marketing strategies. Uh, make it uncomfortable for people, so especially like if you're a newcomer and like say say the weightlifting area is uh, like right in the center mm-hmm. and it's like fully uh, lighted and then like around it is all the treadmills and the uh, elliptical machines and all that. So mm-hmm. if you're going in the weightlifting area already, you're gonna have a lot of eyes on you. And if you're uh, brand new, mm-hmm. you're a little uh, self-conscious. You're gonna feel a little insecure there, and then you're probably not gonna want to go back. So a lot of times they're saying is like that's actually the design of these uh, facilities is to uh, make you feel that way so that you can basically just keep paying them and not showing up. So, you know, a lot of times it's like 90% of their members aren't even uh, regulars. Yeah, you know, a lot of these gyms too now, they they don't have the month-to-month anymore. I mean, like Equinox, some of these, it's it's solely, you you have to sign up for the year no matter what. And yeah, if you need to break that, you're gonna be paying for a year, basically, you know, yeah. or, or, or a big fee. So, so it's like a stiff penalty to uh, break the uh, commitment. Or if you break, they might say like, okay, you're gonna to have to pay for the next two months, it's still even so. Yeah. Um, so then uh, like, even if you move, it's like it. you have to move like 350 miles away from the facility. You have to change your name and social <laughs> security company uh, number. And then uh, you, you actually have to be in the witness protection program for them to cancel your membership early. So it's a lot of, uh, a lot, you know, it's a lot of work just to cancel your gym membership sometimes. So. Happened to Phil? Yeah. It's not his real name. <laughs> yeah, I had to like testify against uh, a crime that I saw just so I could cancel my gym membership early. Oh, dude. All right, so what topics do we have in mind today? Today, we are going to talk about injuries. Injuries, always everyone's favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we hate injuries, but... They're a part of uh, life, I guess. We've had them. You've probably had them unless you've been living in some kind of bubble. And you haven't been doing anything. Well, even if you don't do anything, you just sit down all day, you're probably more likely to get injuries or... If you do try to do something eventually. <laughs> bad posture, or, yeah. Yeah. What else? We're going to talk about kind of clicks. How it gets what clicky in the fitness industry and also how it's, I guess, uh, now like times are changing where it's like... Yeah, it's... You get made uh, fun of for being fit. Or, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you fit can. Shame. Fit shaming is okay. It's accepted. You can fit shame, but you can't fat shame. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, weird. It only works one way. Right. If you take care of yourself and you kind of uh, eat healthy, work out. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's okay to. And people can make fun of you, make slick comments, and make uh, fun of you, but you can't make fun of somebody if uh, they're not taking care of themselves. So it's kind of like your, yeah. The good is bad, and the bad is good. <laughs> so it turns out that if you're alive and if you walk and move and do things throughout the day. You might have come across an injury at some point in your life, and um, they kind of suck. Well, they really do suck. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Sometimes the injuries can be avoided. Sometimes it's just uh, stupidity or ego or you know, just a matter of negligence, which is why we get injured. Other times it's, it could just be a freak accident, which uh, you know, sometimes they just can't be avoided and it's catastrophic or it's just severe and unfortunate sometimes a freak accident can lead to chronic injuries as well because if you um have some type of freak accident and then start walking a different way and you end up with a long-term imbalance and it can really mess you up for a long time so it might not just be this one incident you could uh 
yeah. yeah. So like you're always going to have to alter your movement patterns after, or depending like if you know you hurt your ankle, you're going to change how you walk. So then the other muscles are going to have to adjust, and then that's going to cause an imbalance. You get scar tissue buildup, yeah. and then maybe um, let's say it's a, a sprained ankle or something, it, it'll uh, be a little tighter than the other one. You're going to move differently, or it might just be more susceptible to injury because it's weaker than the other one. Yeah, and sometimes a, a, a what we think is a freak accident or a freak injury, what might have been uh, something that was happening over time, whereas we were doing some some incorrect movements for a matter of time, and then all the buildup and all the buildup, it led to that one instance where you did get the uh, injury. So, uh, you know, some pe- sometimes people will say how they injured their uh, hamstring, say they pull a hamstring just getting up out of the car or sitting up out of a chair, but it might not have been just doing that exact motion at that time. It could have been a whole bunch of things uh, leading up to that point that caused the injury. Then that was just a time where the muscle couldn't take anymore, and then it just gave out. Yeah, I think that's usually the case. Like you see somebody injure themselves just by doing a really slight thing, and you think like, "Oh man, that's a weak person," but it, yeah. it could like, be uh, a yeah. whole history. But like, yeah, um, and then it's like sometimes you might even get warning signs. Like over time, like have you ever experienced like a tightness maybe in your knee or you know in the hips or somewhere around there where you just kind of felt discomfort or you felt some kind of uh, pinching. So those are kind of warning signs that you might have just avoided. Like, oh, maybe the, maybe you felt a sharp pain and then it went away. But what was the cause of that? What was behind that pain? Sometimes we, as long as it goes away, we just don't even want to. Right. And sometimes it goes away through warming up. And then once you're warm, you don't feel it anymore. But really, you're just kind of working yourself through the re-injury. And yeah, you're time just kind of like masking out. it and not really yeah. identifying the problem and going to. It'll never heal. Correct it. So I wanted to. Um, I want to get into also, it could be like the mechanics. So we have sometimes like people, they'll do an activity. uh, They might say, oh, I tried running, but I get shin splints or whatever it is. I tried uh, weightlifting, but I keep getting injured in my back. And a lot of times it's like, all right, are you, how's your posture when you're running? Because it's the same thing. Like if you're, if your mechanics suck while you're running, then that's a, for the most part, that could be the the reason that you're getting these. People splits. bash running, people bash parkour, people, yeah, people bash, bash all yoga. types of stuff. Yeah, but it's not the activity; it's you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's not the activity; it's the behavior. So yeah, for the most part, it's it's usually human error, which is what causes the uh, injury. So don't bash the whole activity because you might have tried it and got injured. It's probably something that you were doing wrong. So you know, like we were saying, it's just not enough prehab. It could be bad form. It could be a whole number of things. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people, yeah, when they deadlift or they squat, they say, oh, my back hurts. But uh, you're probably rounding your back a lot when you should be having that neutral spine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times it's just maybe you're, you're trying to lift too heavy when you shouldn't be. Or you're just uh, you're not even uh, like preparing your body physically for the demands that you're going to place on it. So that's how you get those uh, injuries. So don't bash the whole activity because it didn't work out for you at one point. Try to, um, you know, prepare yourself better for it. And then maybe you have a different mindset going in. So I also wanted to um, get into um, Derek Rose, the uh, NBA player, which is another, uh, it's, it's another case of injuries. Like he's been injury prone for the last uh, few years now, like with uh, severe knee injuries. And it's uh, like I, when he started in the league, he was so explosive. Like he was, uh, he's, he's probably about 6'3". And uh, in that league, uh, he can uh, pretty much uh, move quick. He had explosive movements. He could explode to the rim. He could uh, do some high-profile dunks and uh, everything else. And then just uh, over time, he just started uh, deteriorating. And um, I was watching a video, and it was showing it was basically um, just the way he was landing. 
So if you look at how he would land when he would come off a dunk or when he would come off a jump, it would be on one foot. He would land hard, but he would land on the heel of that one foot. So a lot of times, or it could be uh, like whatever uh, foot you landed on, you're coming up and uh, you're jumping and then uh, everything's like on the heel. So all the impact is going to weaken the tendons. It's going to weaken the ligaments. And then uh, he's had injuries. I think uh, his main injuries have been non-contact. So it was just due to, um, you know, he was maybe going up for a shot just uh, lands awkwardly and then uh, has a bad tear. So, uh, like, you know, in that case, it could have been all the mechanics, like all the damage that he's done, probably, like, nobody corrected his mechanics through high school, college, and then in his beginning of the uh, NBA career, and then it just led to all those uh, catastrophic injuries moving forward. So, um, and then... Yeah, that's another example where somebody looks at it as, like, oh, he's, you know, weak, but... Yeah, he's injury-prone or he's weak. Yeah, they see him, like, come down and... Uh, on his heel and, and land in properly and, and be like, oh man, look at that, just one jump and he's out. And it's like, no, it's because landing on your heel one time in a jump is not going to kill you. But if you do that thousands of times over and over, eventually one of them is going to yeah. take you down. And then it, so like, you could be incredibly strong. It's just that, you know, bad over form time, over time will. It's going to weaken the ligaments and the joints. That'll and, take down anybody. Yeah, and that's, you know, once you get weak joints and weak ligaments, that's not able to uh, be repaired. Right. So, I mean, I can relate a little bit. I did play basketball, and then um, I remember coming down on, uh, like, one leg sometimes grabbing a rebound. And, you know, even now to this day, like, I still have problems with uh, my right knee. I got, uh, you know, I hear a lot of cracking sometimes when I do squats. But, again, like, I don't let it um, limit me. I have full range of motion. I do feel some discomfort sometimes, but I still squat. I still deadlift. A lot of people will let that get in the way of uh, them not exercising legs. But for me, it's just more motivation to... I never injured myself during basketball, but it's only because I suck at basketball <laughs> and I never made it far enough. Far enough. To, you didn't. Uh, you were just like sitting down trying to get in the game, and uh, uh, yeah. I was on the bench. No one would uh, pick you. So yeah, couldn't really get injured. Yeah. But you know, so, I was sure lucky got... enough to have an injury. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had plenty of them. I, I mean, uh, sometimes injuries can also just become. Like you said, freak accident, but sometimes it could just be from being stupid. Yeah, <laughs> so I've had a lot of those too. Yeah, yeah, I've had some of those. I mean, I was doing some of that tricking stuff, which is sort of the uh, acrobatics and martial arts kicks, like sh- string a bunch of moves in a row. And I was doing some of that, like even before I think that it was called tricking. Yeah, and uh, I was doing these kind of five forty uh, land on one foot and and that of course wasn't good enough so i started trying to land on a higher surface and land on like a a smaller surface and i I did one i landed it and uh it wasn't quite in the center of um of the object i was trying to land so i was like oh let me do this again and then i landed on the edge of it and i had like a terrible ankle dislocation so it's like sometimes you can you can mess yourself up just from doing something that's just like pointless and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> oh, just because it looks cool. And now, especially like you want to get it on video, yeah. you want to like try to outdo somebody else you saw on video. So and then, then from that, what I was talking about earlier, it's kind of from experience because you know that was a, I guess what you can call a freak accident or a dumb accident, and that was the first real ankle injury I had. And after that, it's just uh, I became susceptible, you know, leaving it weak and not doing enough uh, ankle exercises. Uh, I had a few other smaller sprains just because of that one. Yeah. So, yeah, something can become chronic. Yeah, so stupidity, negligence, and um, then just not treating your injury uh, enough or treating it or trying to to really rehab it, working on areas to, like, strengthen it. Sometimes you say, oh, the pain went away. It doesn't hurt anymore. Okay, I can go back to doing what I was doing. But you really have to, like, strengthen it up and just really get it back into 
fully functional shape. Now that we talked about how you get injuries, let's uh, how about we spend a little time about how not to get injuries. So prevention is the best medicine. It's always better than cure. Yeah, so you don't really want to treat an injury. You want to prevent it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all we have to say about There's that. No more. Yeah. You want to make sure you have proper alignment. I mean, when I think about body weight training, I always think about my goal being to get my left side of my body identical to the right side, which is, you know, rarely the case. I mean, you have, you write with one hand, usually, um, you'll throw a ball with one hand, you carry a bag with one hand. Yeah. One side is always dominant I mean, to the other side. Yeah. And even, even one leg, you might have one leg that you use yeah. more than the off often the other like to step up onto something because it's the stronger leg or more flexible yeah. one so, so like with me like i'm left-handed and then in basketball it's like when you're going up for a layup or anything i would jump off of my right leg so i'm kind of like right leg dominant so my right side on the lower half and then my uh, left hand is uh yeah. pretty much dominant for the upper body so you want to work on alignment you also want to work on full range of motion that's an important thing um usually if somebody avoids a certain range then that's the range that they're going to be super susceptible to injury in. It's not trained, it's not strong, it's not flexible, yeah. and you're really putting yourself at some risk if it ever does end up going through that range. So those are those are two Yeah, you know, it's usually like prevention. some uh, muscles in that group are overly tight, so they're preventing the uh, full range of motion, whereas uh, there's uh, the opposing muscles that are weak, and that's what's going to cause the muscle imbalance and pretty much mess up your movement patterns. And then you die. Which segues perfectly into our next segment about death. Um, did, did you die? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You yeah, worked out hard, but you, did we, you die? What you know about dying? So, um, no, actually, we're, we're not going to talk about death um, just yet. We're, we're going to talk a about... death experience? <laughs> man, we're going to talk about uh, clicks. Or just... C-L-I-Q-U-E. Yes, not... Don't think I said something else. Anyway... What about clicks? What do you want to say? Just basically, like, if you're coming into a new discipline, mainly, I guess uh, weightlifting is a little bit different because it's not really a skill-based. I mean, it is a skill. Like, you have to learn a little bit. But as far as, like, progressions, mainly the way to progress is by increasing the weight. Right. But if you get into something more skill-based, like, uh, say, martial arts or, like, jiu-jitsu or kickboxing or even uh, rock climbing, and, you know, those are all progression-based. And a lot of times, especially coming in as a beginner, uh, just the way that people, the more advanced people will treat you can kind of be uh, unwelcoming or, you know, it could, if, um, if the people that are already advanced, they don't, they kind of uh, don't even speak to you, don't acknowledge you and like, you know, just make you feel like you're not welcome because you're not, say, uh, rock climbing at a certain level or you're maybe like a white belt and you really don't have much to uh, contribute. And like sometimes they even, they, they act like, you know, they won't even acknowledge you. Like you have nothing to contribute to any conversation that's not even related to that topic. And like, you know, that's kind of <laughs> what gets frustrating. It's like they don't think you have anything to offer them because, you know, they're a skill level above you in uh, like a certain area. It's but, like the mean girls at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some the, this could be for many reasons, too, because some some are organized classes and usually whoever the teacher is. This is kind of the students learn from the teacher, basically. So if the yeah. teacher has this type of attitude and, you know, he's kind of a, a dick. Then yeah. And I guess like that might follow along to like the senior students and then the senior students are going to treat the new people that come into the place um, a little shitty. Um, and some of or if it's just un- with, like, well, if it's unorganized also and there's no there is no teacher and it's just kind of a free for all, then, you know, it can get to like almost those uh, like. Um, what do they call it? Like the lunch 
lunchroom. Uh, yeah, like where yeah, we're just like, going to be mean to you because yeah, you're well, not in our group. Or but also, you, you create in different different groups. Like yeah. uh, in a lunchroom, when everyone's just like sits wherever they want to, you get like the the freaks, you get the geeks, you know, yeah. you get the jocks. And, yeah, that's something else we could get into as well. But I think uh, like we were saying with that, I guess it depends. Like, um, we'd say like, I think in martial arts, it's like about earning the respect of your uh, classmates and of the instructor. So once mm-hmm. you do that, then you're you know, then they might uh, speak to you a little more and include you in the conversation. But as far like, as oh, like... Oh, thanks. Yeah, be like, oh, thanks. Now now you guys will uh, speak to me. Now, now I can you value me as a human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now you'll acknowledge me as a human. And that's a little more structured and um, like progressive based. And rock climbing is too, but it's more recreational where it's like you just go into the uh, facility and you climb, you just go on a wall and climb. There's no instructor uh, showing you and everybody's just there kind of doing the same thing. But then uh, again, like in that atmosphere, it's like how you're going to treat the uh, people that are beginners if you're advanced and that's really on you. So if you want to be a dick about it and uh, not acknowledge them and, uh, you know, not, I mean, some, sometimes you just want to do your thing. It doesn't, you don't really have to help anybody. That's not what I'm saying, but it's just like, you don't have to really just, uh, blow anybody off or just treat them differently because they're at a lower level than you, because you don't think they can, they have anything to offer to you. Yeah. And I mean, uh, us, like we have a very different perspective, I think just because we're personal trainers and, you know, we're working with beginners all the time. I mean, uh, all of my sessions almost are, yeah. are with uh, people that are either just starting out or you know at a at a lower level you know not athletes yeah. so and it's a challenge we get a we get a lot out of bringing somebody from a let's say zero pull-ups to 10 pull-ups i mean yeah it's rewarding I, for I, both of I us i love working with somebody that's you know just starting out yeah as long as they have the, the goals they have that motivation that some it, people just don't want anything to do with somebody yeah, that's like, like just starting out they just want their advanced and even if they ask you a question or advice it. or like progressions they don't even want to be bothered they're just like yeah, you know whatever like, <laughs> let us do our thing so be nice to beginners you know try to include them try to find a way sometimes it takes some creativity you know, unless they're a dick and they're just asking a million questions and they're not really serious, so that can yeah. happen as well. Or if they just want uh, all this advice and advanced like, people gonna... <laughs> aren't just you know. Yeah. So problem. like sometimes maybe you had some experiences where people just did waste your time. Now you don't want to bother with anybody, but that's really not the way to treat it. So right, you even gotta in, even treat in people cases, as individuals. <laughs> yeah. Even in some cases where, like I've uh, personal trained at uh, different uh, fitness facilities, so a lot of people just uh, start like they. Everyone knows I'm a trainer there. So sometimes during like the uh, off times when I didn't have any clients, like say I would have like a two hour break, that was my time to work out and eat. And then during that time, people started asking me questions, and you know that's cool. I still try not to deviate too much from my workout. And still uh, answer the questions, but then it's like, dude, let me have my lunch. Yeah, I'm like, I only got two hours. I I got my workout plan, and I got this plan. And then sometimes they would even want to jump in on my workout, which is which is okay too. Like sometimes I work out with like you know one other uh, trainer, just like whoever's available on the shift. But then, like people would see me and they would be like, oh, what are you doing? Uh, I want to work out. Like I want to try that because like a lot of things I was uh, doing was not pretty much like standard what you would see at the gym. It's more functional. It's more like body weight oriented and. Yeah, a lot of times people just using machines and the free weights and uh, things like that. So it was a little bit different. But then uh, my uh, workout session went from that. So I'm not really just uh, showing you like what I'm doing. I'm now teaching you how to do what I'm coaching you. So that's uh, taken away from what I'm trying to do. 
And then there's a time and a place. Yeah. Then if you see me the next day, then you want to jump in again. And then it's like, all right, like at this point, you're kind of uh, I'm, I'm, you're taking you're pretty much trying to get a free training session out of me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if we do it once or you do it a couple of times, it's cool. But then it's like you're kind of taking advantage and just keep on trying to get more and more when uh you're really not contributing to my workout yeah and i mean as a, as a trainer you got to kind of take care of yourself as well because let's say you might have uh, you wake up super early and you have your first session at you know uh, 6 30 a.m or I, I think you even do some earlier ones than that right yeah sometimes um, it's uh, like 6 30 7 30 yeah, then you got to run across town and you got another session let's say you got three sessions back to back and then it's like, dude, I didn't even have breakfast yet. So yeah. it's like, then, then like, say like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta at least have the downtime to take care of yourself because the trainer schedule is, is brutal, sometimes yeah. could be all over the place. You can be, I mean, I'm, I'm teaching in Brooklyn, Queens and Manhattan. So there's the travel time yeah. and there's stuff throughout the morning, afternoon and at night. Like doing a podcast. So or, can become a long know, day. Trying to fit that in there somewhere. Like trying to fit a podcast in there, <laughs> man. Which has been pretty tough to schedule. Yeah, we didn't even get our New Year's podcast. But <laughs> yeah. This is the closest thing we got. And we're already four days into it, four days into the new year. Like, uh, what well, right. we started with uh, three days. It's, it's better it's, to start than to yeah. not start. No, we're, we're five days into the new year's now, right? Oh. Well, yeah, basically. Uh, That's right. Yeah, yesterday was rough. Yeah. And the day before. So we started this podcast on the third. It's now <laughs> the fifth and uh, yeah. we're still working on it. <laughs> we're almost done. We're almost done. So last topic today is about how everything good is bad and everything bad is good somehow. <laughs> um, what I kind of mean by that is it's total fair game, it seems, to make fun of somebody that's doing good things, which is kind of strange. You would think that, you know, somebody's doing something positive that you would want to, you know, really praise that. So if you're eating healthy you can be, you know, made fun of for that. Be like, oh, come on, man! Don't, what, what are you doing? Like, just, just enjoy this, or why do you take yourself so serious, or all that. And you know, you could be taking care of yourself, working out. It's like, hey, you know, I have to be responsible. I need to take care of myself. I'm going to go to the gym right now. It's like, no, nah, man, hang out with us. We're just going to bullshit and waste time. It's like, so you eat healthy, you work out, um, you be responsible with money. All these, you know, if you're just you're smart, you could you could be made fun of all for all this stuff, and it's total fair game. I mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's like, trolls out there for everything, especially now, like, yeah. all you really need is a keyboard. You don't even need to say anything face-to-face, right. -face and, uh, you know, like it was in school before, where yeah. you just kind of get made fun of now. You you could just get made fun of by a complete stranger <laughs> for posting something on social networks. Right. But the, the flip side of this is if you're irresponsible, or let's say, you know, you, you eat like shit, and you don't work out, and you're you're way overweight or something, it seems that you can't be touched like you know you, you'll uh you could lose your job over that sometimes like, yeah, I mean, like you could if you go to the you know, uh, restaurant or something and like you turn around and order like a salad or something uh healthy yeah. and like some people start turning around looking too funny or being like uh oh you're on a diet or something <laughs> like that and right. meanwhile it's like oh they could order like a bacon double cheeseburger large fries and a diet coke and then you say something to them and then you're being insensitive or right whatever. right so you, you, you can't make fun of uh you unhealthy know, people or fat people fat anymore people. you call it fat shaming um but you know you can make fun of fit people so you yeah. can fit shame i saw this uh this segment i think it was a comedian or something he was just talking about how he doesn't drink and mm -hmm. then uh now it's like you have to have an explanation for everything and he was just saying like when he tells people he doesn't drink they're like why don't you drink did you ever did, were you like an alcoholic were you ever addicted and he's yeah. just like no i just don't you, you can't just simply yeah not you can't drink. just like not drink you have to have a reason why like you know did you uh have a divorce like did you you know were you violent did did you have a dui like oh, no man. i just choose not to drink but like right. if you say like yeah um i drink a lot of water or something you have to like explain 
Yeah, but you gotta like, explain all these things. But so yeah, weird. if you say, "Oh, I, I drink uh, five times a week," and everyone's like, "Okay, cool." So one twisted thing about this is like you would think like the person that's you know not being responsible and, and let's say just like use, you have just to use the example to, that they're eating unhealthy and you know they're basically doing a slow suicide to themselves. You know, if you seem to want to criticize that at all, okay. it's like, oh, you're a bully and, and that person's a victim. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, I, I think it's changed. I think I think there's been a switch in in culture and it's kind of like some of these um, people with their life as a mess, they're actually the bullies. And then the victims are the people that, that have their shit together. They're calling then- <laughs> bullies. The, yeah, the victim of these people that are just, hey, I'm just trying to live my life, you know, and leave, me, like, leave yeah. me alone. And it's like, so no, like, those are the ones that will attack the- you, but then if you have a comeback, right. then you're the bully, you're the aggressor. But it's so like, it's been a huge pendulum swing. I think like the bullies have become the victims and the victims have become yeah. the bullies. And, and I think it's just everything now. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, if you look at the the entire country, like we're getting lazier and we're getting fatter as a whole. Yeah. So the, uh, the numbers of overweight people are going up. Like, I think it's over 50% of the, country is overweight uh the uh amount of obese people is rising and then it's just like everything technology convenience netflix like all of that stuff is like people are just doing less and eating more and then it's just creating that big balance so that's becoming the norm yeah the the message i want to get out there is that it's okay it's cool to be fit you know it's cool to be healthy it's cool to be responsible with your money it's cool to be you know all, all the good stuff and then you know, uh, yeah, screw, like, screw the shitty people that are going to say something to you. you yeah, know, like now, now people talk about, oh, like uh, what you do this weekend. Oh, I binge watched like three seasons of this uh, show on Netflix. And it's like three seasons of a show on Netflix. <laughs> so it's like, say the show has 10 episodes. That's the whole weekend. Yeah. That's like 30 hours of TV. That means you didn't go outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, or, or whatever it is. So like it, say you, it was like Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. That's like 30 hours of TV. You watched over the weekend and it's like something to brag about. It's like something to be proud about. Whereas like I've never done that. And I kind of take pride that I've never like binge watched to that mm-hmm. degree. Like I would say maybe I would watch like two or three episodes of some, yeah. some show over the weekend. And it's about just like time about still being able to accomplish what I want to accomplish. And then that's something I would do as not a priority, but as a uh, like, you know, something after I got all my tasks completed. Right. Something you do like you get home, you just want to relax a little bit and maybe. Yeah, like, I mean like running business is busy like, is, yeah i don't have time for that so like it's not something that i would plan to do like i'm not gonna look forward to oh the weekend is here i get to binge watch my favorite show on netflix and then you watch and you watch and you watch and eventually you die see i told you we we're gonna talk about that today yeah okay so, so there's not something wrong with me because i don't want to do that there's something wrong with you because you do that and you look forward to doing that <laughs> now that we got all that out of our system we broke the 30 minute mark i think this is our longest podcast we're probably gonna have to wrap it up right here i know some people do three hour four hour podcasts but we're you know we're just starting we don't out, have so. the budget for that yeah. just quite yet we don't have the film <laughs> we don't have the film or, or the space on our laptop <laughs> i think i only have 120 megabytes of yeah what is this stuff. shit man macbook air <laughs> macbook air yeah damn i thought we were working on a, a retina display at least no not even all right, so time to wrap it up like a mummy in the casket. So you know what else? And, no, kind of dude, to me I was just when I'm doing grocery doing my shopping. Metaphor wrap up. So I'm, I'm going grocery shopping. No, man. I, I buy a lot of eggs. So say I buy like six dozen eggs well, at a time. We just hit the 31 minute mark. And then somebody has to it's say over. something about my cholesterol. Like if I'm worried about oh, my cholesterol. What, what are you even getting at? It's always somebody that's like usually they're pretty out of shape. And then if I look in their grocery cart, it's full the of like podcast is over. We don't have a budget foods. for this kind so of. So I don't say, are you worried about your blood sugar or are you worried about high blood pressure? 
anything like that. Like, I mind my own business. All right, so why man. is my eating this eggs is the last so important to We're my... Co- doing another one. Why is my cholesterol, why is my health so important to you <laughs> that you have to say something? But then if I say something about what you're eating, we go. then I'm the asshole, right? I'm, I'm the bad guy. Off. That's it. This has been the Next Level Movements podcast. As usual, coming to you from Cosmic Fit Club in Long Island City, Queens. Stay tuned for Volume 7. Seving? What the fuck is Seving? Thanks for listening. Bye.